Are you scared about the 20s? Well, if you are, welcome on the 20s talk with Maria. Hi, I'm Maria, I'm French and Ukrainian, 22 years old, and right now I'm going through my 20s. I know how much this period can be so overwhelming sometimes. This is why I want to do this podcast, because, well, these past few years I learned so many life lessons that I want to share with you guys, because I just hope that it will help some of you to feel less alone, understood, and more especially that it will make you do something about your potential and not waste it anymore. So enjoy this episode. Hi, I hope you're doing great today. In today's episode, I really wanted to talk about how's your relationship to your body going? Because I've received a lot of questions on that topic coming from some friends of mine, women and men too, actually. And well, so I'm not a specialist on that topic at all. (laughs) But as you are, well, I am also human. And I also have a body and I also have to deal with the beautiful and the less beautiful things that come with it. So I think we are all legit to share our point of view and opinions on that matter. That is why I hope you'll enjoy this talk. So, first of all, I think it's really important to remember that it's so rare to meet someone who has zero, zero complex. I mean really zero complex. Maybe, maybe it seems like there's some people that have like everything in order, a body that corresponds to our society standards, but maybe you don't know it, but they have like a dry skin, for example, or maybe they have some scars somewhere on their body, things you cannot see because it's easy to hide from like other people. And I choose, well, these examples because it can really seem silly to us, you know, But maybe it isn't silly to someone who really is complex by that, even if they have the perfect body. So everything to me is a question of perception. I'll get back to that one later. I decided to talk about the body principally, but I also mentioned the face from time to time because I feel like it goes together when it comes to, you know, the lack of self-confidence because of your appearance. So remember one thing. Everyone around you has at least one physical complex. I swear to God, at least one. And I don't say that they are obsessing. There are some people who really are comfortable with their body. But if you ask them, they will still tell you, yeah, maybe this thing is bothering me. Like, So everyone at least has one physical complex. Why do I say that? It's, well, to make you feel better, of course, but just to show you that everyone is going through the same thing, but differently. Everyone is not showing it. That's the difference. The question is, why do we struggle that much with this, you know, relationship to our body? Well, I think it's a pretty known topic, so it's not really surprising if I speak about how history and beauty standards have, you know, been shaped during centuries to be what it is today. The elite always used its influence and money to participate in these tendencies, but In our world, it's more accessible for everyone to copy that and fit in by looking similar similar to the ones that are identified as the prettiest type. Like, for me, the biggest example of this phenomenon is the trends, you know. It's easier in our, like, modern society to fit in because it's easier to find ways to correspond to this, you know, outfit trends or makeup trends, whatever. And that's great in a way because everyone can explore new trends and find their body types or 
you know, their the face, the kind of look they want, whatever, and love themselves even more. But it has become even more complicated today, I feel, because of other big factors. Haute couture luxury played a big role in that when it comes to, you know, body shapes, of course, but also the advertising industry that took these codes and duplicated them and started to manipulate those to push people to buy stuff. They don't necessarily need it, but that's another question. But I don't think it's a big news here, of course. So I'll stop on this other big reason why people have more difficult relationships to their body today. And obviously, it's social media. Why social medias? Well, social media is to me a great invention just because we can connect with people around the world and share and learn so many things. And so, and like for so many other reasons, of course, but it has a complete, like it really has completely changed our way of functioning in our daily life. Because of course, people always, like depending on your social, on your social statute, of course, took care of them, their appearances. People always took care of their appearances, but not that much, like not as much as today. Today, we have to face so many information, so many profiles, so many different body types. But at the same time, if you look closely, it's the same body type that happens to appear the more often. Things are changing, of course, but still slowly. So yes, seeing a type of body that is not similar to yours, often on social media, will make you question if your body is valid in conformity with our society's standard of beauty. Because, well, feeling beautiful helps a lot of people to also feel confident. So that's a big question. That's a big topic. You have to talk about that and know where you stand, you know, where you're standing on that question. That is why our relationship with our body can quickly become a battle. And if you're focusing too much on that aspect of you, not your personality, but your body, your face, you will develop this complex that make you feel less than the other people If your body doesn't match the society standard, you'll probably think I'm not enough to be a woman because I don't have this or I have too much of that or whatever. Or if you're a man, you'll think I'm not enough to be a man because I can do this or I don't, like, I don't look like him, I can do that. Of course, it depends on your vision of what a woman, man or a human in general should look like or should be. Even if you had a perfect face or a perfect body, you'll still find something to worry about to compare yourself to someone else. Why losing that precious time of yours, this precious energy? Remember that everything you're seeing on social media is fake as fuck. You have the choice of perfection. On social media, you have the choice of perfection. Of course, the majority of people will use filter corrections, whatever, to modify the little things that bother them or just modify their picture to look prettier on it. Like, you know, photoshops, whatever. Everyone has this possibility. Of course, if you have complexes, of course, if you see people beautiful without any imperfections, whatever, posting their pictures and you have this possibility to look like this too, you'll probably do it. This is why we see this much of this type of content. And of course, you have a lot of great content creator that are fighting for, you know, making so many different type of body visible on social media and are really in that 
body positive vibe and movement and that is so important and they really are helpful but they are not that many so this is really why I want to remember you that people still have the choice of perfection and we still see that they choose perfection every day if seeing these things starts to make your like your confidence drop or if it's waking new complexes, like if it's waking up new complexes, well, first thing, take a break from it, for real. Take a break from social media. Sometimes you really need that, only that. I have a friend of mine who really suffered from this daily comparison she had, like by following gorgeous rich people who could modify their physical appearance as they wished, thanks to their money and looked perfect on their post. She was pretty as fuck, but she wasn't feeling great about herself. And actually, I'm sure I have a lot of friends like that. Like, who doesn't have that one friend or these friends that felt like that? That is not a reality. You have to remember that what you're seeing is a tiny, really little tiny part of our population. They don't represent how you should look and even more how you should feel about your body because it doesn't look like theirs. I know it's easy to say, but really, what is the reason? You're giving them so much power over your own perception of what a beautiful body to you should look like. We are so many on this planet. Of course, we have different tastes. So why giving these people the power to influence your own taste? It's so personal. It's so intimate. You should at least have the right to choose what are the body types you're attracted to or what body type you wish for yourself. When I was a teenager, I obviously had a period where I wasn't, you know, that confident in my own skin. And I even went through like a period of bullying. It wasn't like a hard period of bullying. But, you know, you had this group of dumb guys who were feeling so bad about themselves. They needed to bully other kids to make themselves feel better. You know, that cycle. And so, yeah, we were a lot of kids struggling because of them. So, yeah, I, I clearly wasn't their only victim at the time. But today, if I rethink about that period, man, we were dumb as kids because we were giving them so much power to let them make us think that what they were saying about us, our body, our face, whatever, was true. Like, what the fuck? I remember they, they really used to mock me on some, like, traits of my, of my face. And today I'm like, what the fuck is so beautiful? Like, without those specific traits, I will not be, like, able to feel unique, you know? And, of course, in high school, college, I completely forgot about that. Like, because they weren't here anymore. And, I don't know, I just realized that, yeah, it wasn't true. Like, this shame didn't come from me but them. If you went through bullying, they wanted you to make you feel that way like they felt remember that if they had felt good about themselves they would have never never did that to you so for me at least with time you understand these people better you have pity on them and you wish them the best like to recover with love because well we all deserve to know how it feels to just embrace our body and love ourselves it's so it's really achieving some kind of peace, you know, on that aspect of our life. So, yeah, I think if you had been through that kind of period, you also have to make your peace 
your grieving process on this little period of your life and be okay with that. I know that I had the luck to make it really quickly and really like, you know, young. So I'm okay with that for such a long time now. But I know that some people went through even harder bullying and I know it can take years and years and years to go back to normal and rebuild your self-esteem. So please, if you feel like you still have some, you know, scars from that period, take your time, go see and talk to someone or just like do the work, journal, try to understand where it's coming from and make the difference between what they wanted to make you feel because this is how they felt inside and feel bad for them, feel pity for them. Like really try to make your peace with that and go ahead and just make your life better. Now let's get back to this. Everyone has different taste sentence. I think it's so important. Realizing this helped me so much to liberate myself from the comparison with people around me. And I had the luck to experience that, well, actually before high school, so right after the bullying period. I remember during summer, I was hanging out with some girls and guy friend of mine, and we started to share about our perfect body types in the girl, in the boy at the time. It changed, of course, but like it was still interesting. And I listened carefully to my guy friend, especially because I didn't expect that, but they had really opposite tastes in women. At the time, I really thought like every guy like this kind of girl, you know, like, but it wasn't true. And they said, when this person has this kind of specific trait, I'm like, wow, it's so beautiful. It makes the person even more beautiful, you know, like they had this, yeah, attraction for a certain type of traits of body and faces. And so this part really depends on everyone, of course, on like it depends of everyone's personal history in dating, like your first crush as a kid, a celebrity crush and so many other things. But one of them, I remember, said, I find really thin, like really extremely thin woman, absolutely beautiful. Maybe it was, it was problematic. I can, I, I don't know, actually, I was young, so I don't know. But I just remember that, like, I just understood, like, okay, that is not really what I thought was the goal, you know, was the perfect body I was comparing to. So when he said that, I was like, okay, I didn't know that people found, like we're into that too, you know? And so, yeah, it opened my, you know, my glasses and I started to see different like kind of body types and attraction that people could have to different kind of bodies. Like I wasn't in that, oh my God, there's only one type of body. I'm not that type of body. I can be pretty or whatever. I was like, okay, there's different possibilities here. Okay. And so, he said that and well I found that really interesting because the other one said that on the contrary he felt like yeah bigger figures bodies with a lot of shapes etc were more for him definition of femininity it was really interesting because they had so like such different tastes you know and well of course I understood at that moment that yes everyone has its own taste so yeah I just understood that you really have to be aware of what you like because it helps you a lot to understand yourself better and also also you have to understand what type of body you want for yourself because it's not the same thing of course and so the thing 
is I don't ask you to judge their taste, but just to understand that everyone is someone else's type of cute face, pretty body, whatever. Like maybe you will find a girl really attractive or hot or whatever, and your friend will not find her like attractive or hot because of their own taste, you know, and they will find somebody else hotter, whatever. And like it's it's the same for girls, whatever. I think everyone has its own taste. And so yeah, I think everyone is someone else's type. That's how it works. And so there is this other example, and it's more specific to the face, I think, but it also goes with the body, you know? Like, I was once watching these videos of people asking, you know, other people questions on the street, and a guy asked two guys what they love the most about a woman's face. And the first one said, I love when they have big noses. I mean, like, for a real man, it's dope. I don't know why, though, whatever. And the other guy was like, what? Big noses, man, for real? And he was like, yeah, man, I can explain that. And I laughed because I was like, okay, I didn't know that some guys were into that. And the other one mentioned something about big eyebrows, I think, something like that. So again, I never thought that it was something that could attract someone. But see, we are really all differently attracted to one another. And that's the beauty of this diversity of faces and bodies we can meet. So please don't erase your uniqueness and the specific traits of your face to fade in our society's beauty standard by trying to look like everyone, like every similar body and faces we are really already seeing every day on TV and social media. We need to keep this natural diversity that makes us all in our own unique way, us, you know, special. Don't lose the thing that could be the reason someone else just see you as a diamond in this sea of lookalikes. And something that made me make my peace quicker with my body when I was young was not seeing it as an enemy or something I had to change to like it. As when you enter a new relationship, for example, you're not supposed, you know, to love them by changing them and making them become something else. You see, you're supposed to love the person, their body, as it already is. Well, you have to treat yourself like this partner. You have to learn to just love yourself the way you are. That is why seeing my body as a ship, a vessel, I don't know, a vehicle, whatever, in this life helped me a lot. This body is the vehicle you'll have for all this lifetime. Don't spend this one and unique life you're having right now criticizing this unique vehicle you'll get. Try to shape it, modify it with love, not torture. Do things that are making you feel great, better in your body. It can be going to the gym and seeing your body strength, like, oh my God, I just did that. Or go for a run and see how your body, like, has this incredible cardio level. I don't know, like, oh my God, I can do this, those city on my feet, you know, like, put outfit that suits you, like your body types and make your body looks even better, like choose it wisely. You'll see a big difference. Taking care of your skin also is such a big thing. Having great hygiene to really be at the best level of self-care, only to show your body, your house for all this life, how much you appreciate it. And showing love to your face, body by eating better 
doing a, like a skincare, gifting yourself good things, clothes, do some sports. By all of these actions, you'll be taking care of it. And I promise you'll start to love it more just because of the effort you're, you'll put into it. And the last thing for today's talk is more about the face here. But it kind of works the same for the body. I heard once that every time you feel a low energy, like a bad day, like low confidence day because of your face or your body, because you don't find yourself attractive or attractive enough that day. Well, firstly, remember everyone has good and bad days. You can learn Like you can only learn to appreciate good moments thanks to the bad ones. But when this happens and you're not feeling great, look at your face in the mirror and try to show empathy to your little kid inside. Remember that all these traits, even the ones you find ugly, are coming from your ancestors. You're the result of thousands thousands of generations of people falling in love with each other or at least finding each other attractive enough, you know, to do the, you know. <laughs> It's crazy. It's so crazy to think that the things that you probably don't like in yourself are probably the things that made one of your ancestors fall in love with another one of your ancestors. They didn't survive history, so you can exist. And complain about that. Embrace your body, your face, your genetics, your specificities, your uniqueness. Be proud of your body. Love your body in its uniqueness. Maybe the things that you don't like about yourself now are the reason why the right person is going to fall in love with you or it will be the specific trait that will cut up their attention on you. So. To end on this beautiful note, there are plenty training methods, positive thinking strategies you can use to work on yourself, on your self-love, on how to love your body better. But remember one thing also, really important, and it applies on the personality as much as on the appearance. If you don't like your body, your face, if you don't like it yourself, How can somebody else like it? This is why it's so important to learn how to love yourself, your whole body, your appearance, your personality, by treating it as a masterpiece, as a palace, as a castle, or a Ferrari, whatever works for you. <laughs> But no one deserves less than this level of treatment, of caring. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that it will help you. Of course, if you, have, if you need it, re-listen to it sometimes if it can help. But please, if you want to help the project to grow and reach out to the right people, please subscribe, like, share, comment, whatever. Talk about that, to uh, that talk with your friends. And, well, most importantly, if you have friends that understood English, that will help me so much. Thank you very much. And, well, see you on our next talk. Kisses.